about yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. So it is time once again to give away a Dave Berry Breakfast Show mug. As promised, it is time for you to display your show knowledge as we take a look back to yesterday's show when a listener who wished to be uh, remain anonymous, so we named her Ryu, confessed that she likes to sing along to all the songs we play here on The Breakfast Show, but to her five cats. And, um, well, this is how this sounds. Meow, 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 meow. Why would she want to stay anonymous? I, I don't know. I, I, still, really I, don't I know. cannot remember what that song no, was. Yeah. <laughs> it's not any clearer. It was, um, it was the cure, wasn't it? Was it? it was the cure, not love oh, cat. She picked a bit of the song <laughs> that wasn't really... Uh, yeah, she yeah. went straight Friday in. Friday I'm in love, yeah. Friday I'm in love. Yeah. From the second verse. Yeah. 20 seconds in. boring bit at the start, not the chorus or anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, it was great having Ryu on the show and to win a mug inspired by her you need to answer the following question what is the name of the chief mouser that's a cat to the cabin office at number 10 downing street what is the name of the chief mouser 8 12 15 that's 8 12 15 let's do it time to win a Dave Berry Breakfast Show mug. My goodness, they're good-looking things. When you put one to your lips, whatever you're tasting, well, it tastes even better, that's for sure. And all you had to do was uh, answer a question based on an anonymous uh, listener who sings to her cats, which was, what is the name of the chief mouser, which is a cat, by the way, uh, to the cabinet office at number 10 Downing Street? And online one, we have Nick. Good morning, Nick. Morning, Dave. How are you doing? Very good, thank you for asking. How are you today? Yeah, not bad, thanks. Not been up and yeah. on, but... Anything, yeah, anything exciting going on? Not a lot, no, just on my way to work, so... Well, what's, oh, what does that entail? Uh, I'm a site manager at a building company. Oh, OK. So, um, yeah, got uh, scaffolders to deal with today. So oh, sca- the, to the scaffolders! Scaffolders. <laughs> to the scaffolders! What do you mean, yeah. High Priest Womble? What's wrong with you? OK. Um, scaffolders. Hold on a minute. What have you got to get scaffold? No, OK. Right, <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, You're going to get a lot of abuse on the way what's home. <laughs> <laughs> what's the answer to the question, Nick? What is the name of the chief mouser at number 10 Downing Street? I think it's Larry. It is Larry. Well done. You've got yourself yes. a mug. Uh, Matt Dyson, we are having some technical issues here, so I hope that your yeah. mic's going to hold does, up. It does seem to work now, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so tell us about Chief Mousers. Yeah, uh, there's been loads at, the, at number 10. For, they say they date back to the 1500s. Wow. So, uh, but official records started in the 1920s. So who uh, was the first Chief Mouser on record? Uh, Rufus of England. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want to call our next child. Yeah. <laughs> popularly, popularly nicknamed uh, Treasury Bill. Uh, <laughs> he was around from 1924 to 1930. What was it with people in the old days, like having one name but going by completely a different name? Like, yeah. Rufus and Bill aren't yeah. even Rufus and Bill are connected. Oh, it's strange, isn't it? Yeah. Then you had Peter. Then you had uh, Munich Mouser for Neville Chamberlain and Winston Churchill. Uh, Nelson, Peter two, Peter three, Petter. 
That's well, I just called. They just called Peter one, two, and three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Ferry, and then in, in seventy three to eighty six, a good long stint with between Edward Heath up to Margaret Thatcher, yeah. uh, Wilberforce. Humphrey, 89 to 97. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you just join us, we're going through the <laughs> I might as well finish now. Sybil <laughs> yeah, no, was the Gordon Brown era, 2007 to 2009. Quite right. a short tenure. Yeah. I think uh, Freya was David Cameron's 2012 to 2014. I think Freya died, sadly. And oh. then Larry has been there uh, since 2011. So there was an overlap oh, with Freya. Actually. I just find Munich Mauser a really weird name for the Neville Chamberlain one. Yeah, like, if yeah. there's a German spy, that's yeah. the... <laughs> That's the one. No, it's a bit of a and different it, one. And, and, and it wore a little <laughs> monocle as well. Yeah. Yeah. No one, no one Munich Mouser, right. Yeah. Uh, Nick, congratulations. Uh, try and have a lovely day at work. We'll speak to you real soon. Thanks for tuning into the show. That's fine, best. Thanks, mate. Cheers, See Nick. Right. Bye now. It was revealed that Larry, the cat, spent more time sleeping than hunting for mice and shared the company of a female cat named Maisie. At one point in 2011, mice were an endemic in Downing Street. The Prime Minister resorted to throwing a fork at one during a cabinet dinner. <laughs> Larry was almost fired from his position in 2012 when he failed to react to a mouse spotted in David Cameron's study. His lack of killer instinct also earned him the nickname Lazy Larry by the tabloid <laughs> press. Is no one safe from the tabloid press in this country? <laughs> Poor old Larry. The Dave Berry breakfast show. It is about time we handed the whole kitten caboodle over to Mr Matt Dyson for the social ammunition. Matt? Dave? How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I, you were I like how else, formal we are. Yes. It's good. Good morning. Um, good morning to you as well. Um, the social ammunition, please. Yes. Uh, well, first up, we have uh, we've had some more uh, research sent to us. Social media research uh, from a PR company. Listen to the top line of this uh, press release, uh, dear Matt. Dead he is not, but departed for the artist never dies said Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. <laughs> and he couldn't be more right. One of the cats. Uh, no. <laughs> From singers to movie actors and royals, certain people are unforgettable. But have you ever wondered how these icons would benefit from social media in the world today? Would Marilyn Monroe break the internet with her famous face? Most likely, yes. OK. And uh, then they've gone on to right. talk about who would do the best on Instagram and social media if they were still alive today. Tupac Shakur is top. Uh, that's based on Instagram followers on his official fan account, okay. which has 7.2 million. Uh, so that would have earned him uh, about 22 grand per sponsored post. Wow. Plus, you'd be getting good content from Tupac, a real wordsmith, a real poet, yes, an artist. There'd be yeah, actually yeah. substance to what he was yeah, saying, yeah. you like to think. Uh, Marilyn, Ma- Marilyn Monroe uh, get, would have gathered uh, 3.1 million, apparently, according to her fan-based accounts. I'm sorry, but if Marilyn Monroe was... I mean, she'd be offered all the deals, man. That, yes. She'd be oh, Chanel, she'd, she'd be, yeah, yeah. It'd be massive, yeah. Uh, Elvis Presley is in the top ten as well. Uh, he's got 1.5 devoted fans on Instagram. So it's basically based on who's not here and who but has also, are we are we going by like the idea that they'd be thirty five now, yeah. or they'd be like ninety well, years old like, now? Because I feel like yeah. a ninety year old Elvis yeah. Presley would not no. be like absolutely <laughs> lighting up Instagram. Like, Plus, were, he works in my local chip shop. Of yeah, course, of course. So, of yeah. course. If they were in their pomp now. They would be massive. Like if Fred Astaire was doing dance routines on TikTok, it would be amazing. Oh. I mean, that would be Test Daily and Fred Astaire, the yeah. new host yeah, of Strictly. Exactly. <laughs> I think I spoke about him earlier. Winston Churchill. He was always like doing peace signs and pouting at the camera, wasn't he? <laughs> 
Eco down a storm. You're mixing up with Ringo, Matt. I think it was a little more than that, Matt, but yeah, okay. Eco down a storm on Instagram. In 1945, he famously declared peace and love. Peace and love. And Elvis would have an issue as well to go back and say, how do you spell oh ha ha Hashtag oh ha What is this, Elvis? Come on, tidy it up, man. But it would have been nice to see how they would have reacted, how they would have used and adopted social media. We will never It is fascinating. But yeah, it could be interesting. And then there's a story from uh, from uh, BBC News. It's a very strange one that's doing the rounds on on social media at the moment. Um, uh, two journalists having some sort of flirtatious banter, and Ooh. it didn't really feel like a news show. It happened on Tuesday on BBC News. I'm presuming it was like overnight. Uh, Katie Kay and Christian Fraser, they've had, they they seem to have quite a flirty relationship. Okay, and they did this whole thing about cheeky sort of place names in the UK. Uh, here it is in its entirety. Here are three place names in the UK and I want you to tell me whether they are real or whether they are fake. Okay. Are you ready? Happy bottom. Okay. Yeah. Happy bottom. Sounds almost too good to be true. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with real because you're not going to put a fake one first. Yeah, I know how you work. Yeah, it is okay, a little on. hamlet near Wimborne in Dorset. Farton Green. <laughs> Emma no Chance. Way that's real. I know there's a Barton Green. There's no way there's a Barton. You're right. I made that one up. Okay. I'm, broken. I'm not. Broken <laughs> wind. Broken wind. No, I, that can't be true. Broken Wind is a little hamlet Def in Aberdeenshire. You know, mo most oh, most of the places I would found. It, would it have been W Y N D? No, it's Broken Old Wind. English, there were loads of names right, that were too rude wind. to even put on screen, but I did look at Georgia. I did oh, look at Georgia, and there is yeah. a town called Climax, which I discounted from my list. Yeah. We are just after the watershed. Well, but I thought best you, to avoid getting there. If you go a... to Pennsylvania, huh? you can go from intercourse to paradise. They're oh. about 20 miles apart. <laughs> well, I was, I was going to keep Climax off my list because we are just after the watershed, and I didn't want to get there too early. <laughs> wow! That's on a news show. That's a news show. I mean, it's well, I've I've been informed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so bizarre. They even had like a graphic. They had a graphic made up. They got someone in the newsroom to waste their time making a graphic with those silly right. place names on. It's just so weird. At the end, there is it just me or does he try and do a? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. The, old, he does the old stamp, clap and stamp the other they used to do in the old days. Right. Unbelievable. Someone's got Scott Bryan shared it and said, "Can someone check on BBC News, please?" <laughs> <laughs> Something's okay, not huh? right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All is not well. But you'll be talking about it later, and I've saved your data. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Also means, for fun, we get to play the 150 game. Hey. So this was said at 1.50am by Chris Martin. But what on earth is he talking about? I heard that little hiss as it spins and clicks around to the point where it just goes... Dun, dun. You go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it A, playing a Led Zeppelin vinyl for the first time, uh, B, telling the story of when he last visited the Orchard Karaoke Bar in <laughs> Manchester, or is it talking about setting up a steam-run model railway uh, for his young one? So, um, vinyl, definitely. Yeah, it's going to be vinyl, vinyl isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I am thrilled to tell you all it is vinyl. He's <laughs> playing Led Zeppelin for the first time on vinyl. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Ten minutes past seven on your Thursday morning. Now, 
Welcome along to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where, of course, real music matters, as does the occasional appearance of producer Will. He pops up every so often with an incredible anecdote. And yesterday he told us that he was judged by how-to superstar Fred Dynage when he took part in a sandcastle building competition when he was but seven years old. Mm-hmm. He even showed us a picture of him taking part in it, and it goes to show that for his entire life, producer Will has only worn old England shirts. Yeah, it's true. He wears them all the time. And Dynage gave him a pre-signed picture card, a classic from the 80s and 90s. So we were talking about celebrities, kind of, have they ever been there and judged you at anything you've done? And we were thinking, oh, this is quite a nice idea for the show. Should we do this tomorrow? And we're doing this during the no-repeat guarantee between 9 and 10 because we play a bit more music and it gives us an opportunity to chat about things for the show. And then Matt Dyson dropped one of the biggest bombshells of, <laughs> of my life. I, I, we've, been, we've spent so much time together on air... Oh, yeah. It was a. Li- I just thought I knew everything about you. <laughs> I'm sure we and then discussed it this, before. I've never. I did I'm not sure know this. We have. I. So. So you were not judged. You were the judge. Yeah. The celebrity judge, no less. Wow. Yeah. What? I, there was what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No. 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 no, no it's fine. Ouch. It was. I th- it was a very last minute thing, which makes. So me feel someone like, pulled someone out. Someone pulled who out. Who pulled out? They were like, who have we got? I don't know. Do you know who no pulled one. out? No. That's the ben thing. Ben Burrell. They. They were very discreet. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't say who it was. Okay. So, so someone pulled out said, of, of this. Are you free on Thursday night? Um, so it's, it's, it's an awards do on a well, Thursday night. Yeah, it's at a swanky central London hotel. My goodness. It was 2014. Oh. Spectacle wearer of the year. <laughs> the Specsavers. Wow. The and Specsavers Awards. Gokwan was hosting. It was a lavish do. It was a, actually a really good night out. Here he is. <laughs> the one and only Matt Dyson. Christopher Biggins was sat at oh, our table. Oh, Biggins. Uh, the Brighton hairdressing couple from Gogglebox, they were sat at our table. We had such a great laugh with them. There was a Lifetime Achievement Award for Timmy Mallet. Um, <laughs> what, celebrating the fact he's been short-sighted since childhood? Yeah, no, he's, <laughs> about, he's got a massive collection of glasses. Yeah, he's got a massive collection of glasses at his house. He's got like a, you know, some people have a room full of shoes. He's got a room where he just puts his old specs. Does he? He keeps them all, yeah, They're yeah. They're quite garish, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they are, From yeah. memory. So, yeah, he's got an amazing collection. Oh, good for Timmy. And then I had to go... So up what did to, you judge? At the end, I had to, so they had all the celebrity winners of the Spectacle Wear of the Year. And then, and then was, Matt Dyson. There was no... There was, oh. No, I was... No, I was, oh, I was a judge. I'd say, no, Studio 2.4's got yeah. calls this morning, hasn't it? Both no, of you. I was a judge, so I had to go up at the end and there was about three or four judges. I know Simon... When you say the end, you mean everyone else had gone, it was there empty. Was a, there was a blogger there, there was Simon Webb from Blue was a fellow judge, so I was on the... System set. up with the top <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. It was obviously a career high for him. And, uh, and then we went up and judged all the regional winners for the local spec wow. shops and picked who we thought was the best. <laughs> were, were you chosen as a replacement judge because because it was spec savers? If people didn't have their glasses on and squinted, it looked like you were a different celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seth Rogen's yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What is that? Yeah. Simon, that's a good one. Yeah. Seth Rogen's yeah. Yeah. Spec yeah. Yeah. Everyone, take your glasses off. It's Seth Rogen. <laughs> 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 the beauty of being a celebrity.
celebrity <laughs> and something based on yeah. short-sightedness. That. That's when you put your hands together. Take your glasses off. Celebrity should just get a celebrity lookalike. It'll be much cheaper, wouldn't it, to do? Um, <laughs> so yeah. they said Michael Douglas over there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. so, but the, the, this is the thing. So, yes, now you could put the claws away, everyone, because yeah. this turned out to be a repeat gig. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, wow. in our industry, a repeat gig is one of the great honours. It says you did so well, well the first time round. We want more no, of you. I wasn't invited back to the main awards, dude. Well, and if you God. Google that 24, there's no sort of record that I was there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, did they not have an archivist? No, there. But, but if you do Google me and the We thought you'd be part of the tapestry to now hang at the Savoy. It's, it's really depressing if you Google me and Spexo because the only thing that comes up is in 2015... I went on to judge um, uh, at the uh, Holb- the Hoban uh, branch of Specsavers, where I used to get my glasses. I went on to judge um, a competition for the most artistic pipe cleaner sculpture. <laughs> I'm not even making that up. Wow, what a step down from the main event. Was, was Webb there? Mallet? No, Any no, of the guys? None of the other what about guys the turned box too? None of the other guys turned out. It was just me and some uh, sculptures. So I think I speak for everybody artwork. listening right now when I say, what on earth was that, Matt? What yeah. was that? <laughs> so you would, some people would fashion spectacles yeah. from pipe cleaners. To be honest, it was, they just showed me a few, yeah, it's just like a little, I think the winner had done like the Union Jack, the Union flag in pipe cleaners, which is quite. <laughs> <laughs> and that really stood out. To, that really stood out to me as yes, she's the winner, definitely. Yeah, so it didn't take me long to judge it, to be honest. Right, was, you went, uh, and what do you get for this? Uh, she got like a, 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 I think it was like a sort of a plaque saying you've won the, the artist's pipe cleaner. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> I mean, it's it was really weird. It was, really like weird. A it was a really weird uh, part of my life. Uh, that I've forgotten about until recently. <laughs> What's on that screen? Now? That's the, the artistic pipe cleaner woman. The right. Yeah. Um, it's a really, really weird. Because um, what's the line? It says. Um, uh, we have a, 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 the winner is picked. Um, ex, uh, sorry, uh, DJ Matt Dyson, who was a judge at the Spectacle Wear of the Year Awards 2014, t- teamed up with Specsavers again to judge the arty competition. The, the, the winner, winner so, is there just... a news article about this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what <laughs> so I mean. There was an was. article. There was, but only about this. Uh, and uh, yeah, the winner was. Um, uh, someone called Jessica Porter. Wow. So there you go. Well done, Jessica. Well done again, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> you did well, eight years what a, ago. What a weird shout-out to get years <laughs> down the line. <laughs> Unfortunately, Jessica couldn't make it this evening <laughs> because it was eight years ago at Branca Specsavers in, in Holborn. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So somebody called Mark at the uh, Specsavers PR has just reached out. Does he remember? No, he's cut and pasted. He's cut and pasted the little bit of what would have been in, I imagine, the brochure, the glossy brochure <laughs> oh, yeah, that right. would have greeted the runners and riders on the night. Mm. Uh, our judges is the section he sent. And it says Matt Dyson, popular radio DJ Matt. Oh, why start with a lie? Why start with a lie? <laughs> <laughs> All 
also known as the Dysonator, <laughs> the London-based Cheeky Chappie oh. is renowned for his sense of humour and stylish specs. <laughs> oh, no. His resume is filled with star-studded interviews, including Sir Patrick Stewart, the Arctic Monkeys and Jake Bug, to name but a few. Oh. Is that... You've met Sir Patrick Stewart? Yes, I have interviewed him once, yeah. Arctic Monkeys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake Bug? Yes, yeah, it's okay. all true. I mean, that's true. All that's uh, true. But I, in the picture, I noticed I wasn't even wearing glasses. No, so. in the picture, you're not wearing any glasses. The one photograph... that was about the year when I first realised I needed to start wearing glasses, and that's when uh, I got on board, yeah, with the whole uh, spectacle-wearing thing. I should have got the Newcomer of the Year award. That would have been nice. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Berry Breakfast Five words, ten grand. With Sky Broadband Superfast. So, at 7.37 on a Thursday morning, we find ourselves looking at another round of five words, ten grand, with our good friends at Sky Broadband Superfast. It's super fast, it's super reliable. Mm-hmm. And playing this morning on line one, we have Tom. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Dave. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Great, it's wonderful having you on the show. It's been a strange five words, ten grand run, this, because we've had lots of kind of zero out of fives. And we've had quite a few four out of fives. So yeah. we're at either end of the spectrum and we need someone just to nail it, to ramp it up and give us those five words. Tom, are you confident that person can be you? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We admire the honesty. Um, is there a member of the team you'd most like to be matched with in an ideal world? Uh, I think probably Glenn. OK, you a fan of the method? Uh, yes. Okay, let's spin the random player generator and see if you're getting Glenn. Random player generator. Player selected. EJ is in play. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Emma, would you mind leaving the studio? Yes, Thank you up. very much indeed. So, Tom. Yeah. I'm going to give you five words, and you say the first word that comes to mind. EJ will re-enter the studio, I'll give her the same five words, and if they all match up, one after the other, you're going to win £10,000. As Emma said just before she left the room, good luck. Thank you. The first word this morning is... Old. New. Good. Always start with a gimme. Yeah, or... Is it young? Ah, oh, oh yes, of course. Yeah, you know. Mm. Haunted. House. Yes. Yep. Or is it young? He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, better not get more spooky, Dave. I'm frightened as it is. <laughs> Shut. Uh, door. Hmm. Yeah, I was thinking door, but... Up, maybe. Mm, yeah. yeah. Gentle. Um, soft. Lover. I was thinking yeah. lover. Mm. I was thinking Ben, remember? Gentle Ben, the older... Gentleman. <laughs> Gentleman, yeah. Gentle Ben, that's... 
Emma's never going to say Gentle She's Man. never going to say Gentle <laughs> Man. No. It's very much your side of the street. What is Gentle it was, Man? It was another <laughs> drama about a big bear. And it was like a... Yeah, it's a kind of like Lassie, but with, with a bear. Hair. Yeah. Gentle yeah, like Gentle Man. Gentle Man. Oh, tell no. you what, kids' TV used to be <laughs> rubbish, didn't it? Yeah, what, what's that? I mean, what's that Gentle Ben? Little Timmy's trapped down a mine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I'm a bear. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Leather. Ooh. Uh, belt. Yeah, it's a tough one. Leather, isn't it? Face. I've got leather face for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Halloween. Oh, yeah. Stay on that Some one. way off. Okay, Tom. We've got your five words. Emma Jones is back in play. It's coming next. Five words. Ten grand with Sky Broadband Superfast Absolute Radio. Five words. Ten grand. With Sky Broadband Superfast. So the time has come to find out if we can finally give away that £10,000. Tom, please do not mention any of the words you gave me as Emma has her headphones on, but do tell us all how you're feeling right now. Uh, not too confident. I think there's a couple that could uh, come unstuck. OK, OK. Well, let's, let's see, shall we? Emma, the first word this morning was old. Oh... It's one of two, isn't it? Mm. Old, young. No. Oh, is it new? Oh, yeah. Ah. Sorry, Tom. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, that was fifty-fifty. Yeah, yeah it is fifty-fifty. Um, or Holborn, of course, old Holborn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect Emma to say yeah. that. <laughs> A rolling tobacco that my granddad used to smoke. That's a bit niche. Oh, I thought you were talking about Matt's favourite spec savers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, either way. Oh, the old yeah. Holborn. Oh, 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 great store, that one. Um, Tom, you've not won the money this morning. We're going to go through the others, though, because we like to keep a record of the stats to see how reliable everybody is. Um, haunted. House. Yes, of yeah. course. That's, there we go. Shut. Open. Oh, I didn't even uh, think yeah. of that, actually, to be honest. Yeah, we had door or up. Um, but, yeah, shut door from Tom. Gentle. Giant. Oh, oh that's a good that's one. a very really good, one. good one. It's no, wrong. No, we had soft. <laughs> yeah, we had soft. <laughs> it's good, but it's not um, right. We, yeah. we thought Gentle Ben was going to come up there. Obviously, <laughs> well, I'm, what do you mean? Oh, we're shut. Oh, you don't you know remember Gentle Ben? What this? on that hovercraft with a massive fan in the back. Ben and his police officer father. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Should we have a little clip? I think we weren't far off uh, uh, remembering gentle Ben. Uh, so this bam, is... Bam. Ben's a bear, by the way, Emma. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, here we go. Something's the matter, Ben. Something's wrong. <laughs> Gotta see what's driving those animals. Something's the matter, Ben. Something's wrong. Is it the fact you've got a chain around that bear's neck? <laughs> yeah. uh, it was 1960s weird... television. Yeah, weird subgenre of animal cruelty shows for kids with Flipper. It was one of them as well, wasn't it? And, uh, Doesn't and Grizzly Adams. About... Uh, oh, and all the kids sound like Forrest Gump's bully. Like, you can't sit here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and finally, I feel like we may have gone off track this Slight morning tension. slightly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> leather. <laughs> Jacket. Belts. Oh. Uh, Tom, thanks for tuning in, man. Love to the family. We'll speak to you soon. All right, thank you. Cheers, Tom. So, uh, of course, this means we'll be playing again tomorrow. What do you mean you don't want to? <laughs> Call us now, 0330-123-1250. Five words, ten grand, with Sky Broadband Superfast.
Absolute Radio. It's 11 minutes past eight on your Thursday morning. Time, as promised, for your apologies, corrections and clarifications. So, if one of those are at the front of your mind, you think, it's about time I made that apology, I do need to clarify something, I need to correct you right there, then get in touch at 8.12.15. And first through the door this morning, online one, is Lynn. Good morning, Lynn. Good morning, Dave. How are you? Very well, thanks for asking. And how do we find you today? Oh, well and good, thank you. Marvellous. So, you're on the show this morning... Because, well, you're owed a long overdue apology, aren't you, Lynn? Yeah, about 17 years. 17 <sighs> years you've been waiting for this apology. Yeah. And it comes from your daughter. That's the person you're looking for the apology from. Yeah, from Eva. She owes me a big style. Yeah. Right, OK, well, um, your daughter had asked for her name to be kept um, <laughs> under wraps. She wanted anonymity. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that, Eva. That's <laughs> yeah. not her name. No, right, OK, uh, so, well, yeah. you, can call, you, you can call her Evie if you like. I don't know if that is her name. We're going to call her... Well, obviously, everyone who wants to name, remain anonymous gets yeah. named after Street Fighter 2 character. So on line two, we've got Lynn's daughter, Dal Sim. Uh, good morning, Dal Sim. <laughs> good morning. Uh, I just want you to know, Dal Sim, I tried to keep up my end of the bargain on this, okay? Uh, and if you fail. <laughs> um, so, it's great having you both on. Lynn, this takes place, as you said, 17 years ago. You're in the bathroom. You're innocently yep. brushing your teeth. I am. And that's when Dal Sim turns to you and reveals a little secret. She drops a truth bomb, like only Dal Sim can. Yoga Ooh, truth yeah. bomb! Uh, what, what was said? Well, she sort of said... Um, Mummy, I definitely didn't use your toothbrush to scratch my bottom. Oh! <laughs> Dow, Sim! As you can imagine. Awful. Oh. So did you kind of just freeze frame, Lynn, with it, like, stuck in your cheek <laughs> oh. and went, oh, please tell me you're joking, Dow, Sim. Please tell me you're joking. There wasn't any kind of minty fresh that was going to cover up that pong. No! Oh. <laughs> and this is why Dow, Sim wanted to remain anonymous. Yeah. So... Dalsim, do you remember this happening? No. How old were you at the time, do you think? I, I couldn't have been older than three. Couldn't have been older than three. So you're, you're 20 now? Yeah. And do, does well, Lynn can bring... I just say... Yeah, of course. Can I just say, she was old enough to, not use, to make the decision not to use her own toothbrush. Uh, yeah. Oh, in case she's flicked through a whole family's worth of toothbrushes and yeah, then selected exactly. mummies. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Um, so, Dalsim, <laughs> do you get reminded of this regularly by your mum? Oh, yes, it's gone round the friends and family like wildfire. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's on National Breakfast Radio. How lovely. Uh, so, so, well, the time has come. Um, in the top five things I thought I'd never say out loud on the radio, in at number two, is Dal Sim, would you please apologise to your mum for using her toothbrush on your bottom? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mum, I'm very sorry for using your toothbrush on my bottom. Mm. <laughs> uh, apology accepted. Yeah! 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 Thank you very much indeed, Lynn. Thank you, Dalsim. It's apologies, corrections and clarifications on your Thursday morning, 8.12. The Very Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. It's also a nice opportunity, just for fun, for us to enjoy a talky bit from 1.50pm. This is our very own Ben Burrell. I was wearing a mask, the guy behind the counter was wearing a mask, we had a five minute conversation, neither of us had a clue what was going on. So, what's Ben talking about their team? Is he describing his lunchtime trip to Sainsbury's? Is he reading a text from a listener who'd been to the shops? Or is he talking about the time he met a Bain-alike whilst working in his local pub? <laughs> a, B or C, what do you reckon? 
A. Yeah, definitely not C. A A or B, I think. Um, yeah, I think it's probably A. I think it's probably A. Yeah, it sounded more like a first-hand account yes, than a text. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've underestimated Ben Burrell's delivery <laughs> oh, of listeners' oh, no. texts, ladies and gentlemen. He can make them sound like it's coming from his actual brain. That's how connected he is into the matrix of our be? listeners. Yes, he was reading a text from a listener who'd just been to the shops. Oh. Wow. Uh, great don't delivery. forget, Ben will be back from 1pm. He was sweet yeah. deals yeah. in. He does tunes <laughs> and great delivery. That's his business. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Say 49 on your Thursday morning, which is, of course, apologies, corrections and clarifications day. Uh, now, online one, we have Shelley. Good morning, Shelley. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm good, how are you? Very well, thank you. Do you have any idea why you're on the air, while you're part of our Apologies, Corrections and Clarifications section? Uh, I have a slight idea, yes. And what would that idea be? Um, I think it's something to do with um, some confectionery that I ate many years ago. <laughs> OK, uh, let's flesh that out, shall we? Online two, we have Lauren. Good morning, Lauren. Good morning. So, Lauren, flesh out the details a little bit, the marshmallowy details, if you will. What's going on here? Okay, well, it was my seventh birthday party back in 1988, believe it or not. (laughs) And uh, my mum and dad had prepared the birthday party. We were playing musical statues. Um, At the end of the game, the buffet was declared open. And uh, my friend Claire made her way over to the buffet only to find that Shelley had tanned all the slumps that had been put out in the buffet. So, therefore, um, every single time Shelley, Claire and I meet, this flumpy issue is is raising its ugly head. Raising its marshmallowy head, Lauren. Oh, my goodness. So you say this is 32 years this has been coming up. Yep, I can't stop a GNT in peace. I've got to referee the argument and also justify why that busy was not correctly policed by my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Always blame the parents. That's yeah, what they, they say. Have it? It. That's right, what they yeah. say. Shelley, how are you feeling about all of this? Um, yes, I, I mean I can't deny it. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone else is having a game of musical statues. Everyone's around six, seven years old. It's a great time, isn't it? Yeah. And have you snuck off to the buffet early, Shelley? Is this what's happened here? Um, I'm not going to give away my secret. Oh. Oh, OK. And who's Claire? Because we wanted to get Claire on, but she said she's so livid she won't even come on the air. That, <laughs> they were exact words. So has Claire suffered the worst out of the three of you, do you think? Claire's the one that well, keeps bringing up, isn't she? She's... Let it go, yeah. Um, Shelley, I think the time has come to finally put this to bed so it doesn't have to rear its ugly head over the next G&T. Not my words, the words of Lauren. Would you please like to issue an apology that is 32 years in the making? Take it away. Um, I offer my heartfelt and mallow-filled apologies <laughs> to Claire, but also anybody else at that birthday party who suffered at the hands of my sweet craving. OK, Shelley, you're a brave soul. Great having the official apology on the air. Thank you, Shelley. Thank you, Lauren. And, of course, to Claire. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. And that's it for your Thursday morning, your Friday Eve, if you will. Thank you very much indeed for tuning in and particularly to those of you who were brave enough to come on air, even those of you who wanted to have your identities hidden like our dear friend 
Dal Sim. If you want to be on air, but you don't want everyone to know who you are, that's fine with us. Let me know what you want to talk about. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And to get a flavour of the kind of thing I want, well, the best thing to do is download the podcast. It's the entire show with all the songs and ads stripped away, just the talky bits stuck together. But what should it be called? Will it be Rufus of England? <laughs> Winston Churchill, peace signs and pouting. The old clap and stamp. Oh, that's what that, was, what that was. Um, and the winner for the most artistic pipe cleaning sculpture is. Uh, please tell me you're joking, Dal Sim. Uh, senior broadcast journalist out trumps the Archbishop of Banterbury oh, and Claire tanned all the flumps. Oh, rich Sorry. pickings today. <clears throat> Claire tanned all the trumps. Um, <laughs> So um, that's what we've got. What, oh. I, I think we've got to go for Winston Churchill, peace signs and panting. Oh, the original Instagrammer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the podcast you're looking for. Thanks once again for tuning in. Know this, we'll be back tomorrow, 6am. So stay safe, stay entertained. Arrivederci. <laughs>